right, it's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. We're back. Another week. I'm uh, I'm your host, Jane Ost. My other hosts are here. It's Lauren. Hey, Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren. And Steven. How's it going, Steven? Yo. Uh, we've got some news to get into this week, and then I think that we're going to do just all mailbag questions. We put the call out for mailbag questions and got a ton of them, so I think we're just going to do basically a whole episode of that yeah these are great questions our our handsome loyal readers are, are very are, are brilliant yeah really good questions <laughs> did i see did i say our handsome readers like we're a book god damn it oh we're very literary <laughs> and erudite so it's easy to confuse our listeners for readers yes it's true a lot of big brains <laughs> out there <laughs> all right uh what should we talk about first here we got a couple couple things we can talk about. I'm pretty bummed about the news uh, that just broke a couple hours ago about Matt Chapman being out for the season. Yeah, you were the one who broke that to me, and I had to take a moment. I'm very upset about that. What is it? What happened? Uh, I didn't look it up. He, had, he got a second opinion, and it looks like he needed surgery on uh, on his leg. Uh, I, I didn't look, see the details, but um, out for the year, he was trying to put it off, and it looks like he's not going to be able to. Hip surgery, sorry, hip surgery. Yeah, that uh, that seriously hurts their playoff odds, like five or six points just on its own. Which, like, the postseason, the postseason should have fun, like, defensive, like, baseball. That That's, like, one of the best things of the sport is a good third baseman. Yeah, I think that's one of my, one of my favorite things in the world is when they get, like, that just around the horn double play that starts at third base. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, that's the best. Like, no, that's RIP Oakland. Uh, yeah. Like they're not already going through enough over there with the, <laughs> the skies turning blood red, um, and then now they've lost their their best son, most fun guy to watch on the team. Bad. How are you? How are you sitting with it, Stephen? I'm. Um, I haven't fully <laughs> absorbed it yet because again, I'm only just really learning about it right now. Um, but I'm not happy. That's for sure. <laughs> I still think the A's are going to win the division, but. Yeah, and and Houston's in a free fall right now. It would take a it would take a historical collapse. Which uh, saying that, I now think it would be funny if it happened. So we'll see. Lauren, come on. <laughs> oh wow, what happened to Houston? I'm 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 looking at the standings for the first time since the last time we did this podcast. They've looked kind of dead. They're two and eight in their last ten. Wow. Yeah, I still don't think uh, I still think I still don't think Altuve's hitting at all. Good. Oh yeah, let me let me switch over to the league view because like looking at looking at the standings by division kind of doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, they're they're doing bad enough that like the odds of of Seattle or the Angels getting into the playoffs, um it's better chance that they're going to take second place in the division than them making the wild card. Wow. Yeah, it's easier for them to catch up that way. I would totally watch a movie of uh of Zach Granke's uh like gloriously weird season uh, of being great on that awful team uh, in, in the wake of everything that's going wrong with them. That would be very entertaining to an audience of exactly me. So someone should get on that. I mean, I could I could watch him just like sitting in the stands, you know, between innings of, um, you know, plopping down and watching the, the grounds crew fix the mound for yeah, 10 and minutes. Just, and just doing goofy stuff with like calling out the sign, calling out his own pitches and stuff. Uh, he he's like by far the most productive player on <laughs> yeah. the team, hitting or or pitching. They should just let him hit. They should let him DH on his day off days. Like what what do they have to show? What are, what are they going to lose? He's easily the best hitting pitcher, you know, active in baseball right now. When there was you know, when before, prior to the DH when he was then when he was still in the NL, like you know people say Bumgarner and stuff, but it's not even close. It's it's Granky by a mile. 
Not even close. I mean, still, still, still not like a great hitter in terms of MLB hitting, but like way better than every other pitcher. Oh, yeah. No, they're Houston's. Houston's falling like pretty, pretty hard. God, it would be so satisfying if they didn't make it, <laughs> or, or just getting knocked out right away. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those, both of those are pretty. Would be pretty satisfying to be honest. Oh, can I do my stat of the week for you guys? Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Okay. Th- this is my segment where I ask you guys a question that I, uh, you you uh, put no preparation into, and I just 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 to bore you basically uh, on my part. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. I don't care if you guys like it or not. Um, who, who which qualified pitcher uh, 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 has the lowest home run per nine this season? Qualified pitcher, it's about fifty or so innings right now. I don't know Bieber. I know that he uh, he gave up two to the Twins last night, and it was the first time in like a month that he had given up any. Good guess. His is very good. Granky would be another good guess. His is also very low. He's only given up like one home run. I'll give you yeah, clues. I don't know. clues. He's on the IL. He plays in Atlanta. Oh, is it? Um, fuck. What's his name? It's Max Fried. Yeah, that one. Only qualified pitcher this season not going to give up a home run yet. Fifty innings pitched. I remember seeing that he went to the IL and going, "Oh, that sucks for him." <laughs> All right. Good stat. Thanks, Lauren. Good segment. You're welcome. I love this segment. <laughs> the Giants have COVID. It looks like. Oh, yeah, what's the deal with that? We don't really know much yet. Remember when the A's had COVID and then they didn't? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a similar thing. Uh, all, they, they've only said one player had it, yeah, and uh, they canceled, They canceled like, right at the wire. That's what was kind of weird about it to me. It was, like, it, it was, like, minutes before the first pitch was supposed to start. I mean, it's nice to see baseball being careful for once. <laughs> Unlike at the beginning of the season, I think, it, like, when the, the Marlins just, like... You know, Don Mattingly got to decide whether or not they were playing. <laughs> like they, they, I think they realized that they they can't just do that anymore. But yeah, they had what they had to cancel. They, they had to push back a couple games against it was against the A's, wasn't it? Uh, it was, it was Padres, Giants, Padres, Padres. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think they must have some way of making those ones up. Like they must have some off days left or something. Then. Yeah, neither of those teams have been hit very hard, so they can probably make it work easier than the other teams did. I think mean, it was the first ones in the NL West to have to like cancel any games <laughs> um do, you, do we have any baseless speculation on on who it was because i have an idea i think it was sam coonrod oh yeah that's what everybody's saying and honestly yeah like it's pretty on the nose he seems like a maga reopener guy mm-hmm. like he he was out at he heard fuddruckers was shutting down and he had to go one last time i i respect it i would do the same thing in that situation <laughs> If there was a Fuddruckers within an hour of me, I'd drive there right now. Yeah. I love that place as a kid. R.I.P. Fuddruckers. I have never heard of it until all of this. Yeah, it sounds made up. Like, it sounds like a made up restaurant. It um, honestly and truly does. It doesn't sound any more made up than Wawa, though, honestly. <laughs> Calm down. America's greatest strength is its endless number of, like, bizarre regional restaurants that are beloved by, like, a, a quarter of the country and totally unknown to everybody else. It's our greatest strength as, as a nation. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all just burgers. It's, it's always just burgers. Yeah, different burger chains. That's it. Justin Timberlake is in baseball news. Uh, yes. What? Yeah, he's, he's part of an, an investment group that's trying to bring a team to Nashville. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of fun. That is fun. I'd love a team in Nashville. They have a they have a gorgeous minor league park. They have an absolutely gorgeous minor league yeah. park. The sounds it's a it's an, a, a stunning little. It's one of the, like the small town parks that uh, renovated in the last couple of years. It's gorgeous. I haven't been, but I've seen tons of pictures. Yeah, and that's I mean it's way more fun than like because all the all the investment group stuff like celebrities now it's like a rod and stuff. Then I don't know Justin Timberlake's a much more 
much more fun name to have in this in this, I think. Absolutely. And I, I hope the Portland, uh, the Portland, Oregon ownership group that's trying to do the same thing uh, uh, responds by getting Jar- John Darnell to sign up. That would be so good. Have you seen what John Darnell looks like right now? Like his. Have you seen his covid look? Like no. his, his quarantine look where he's got he's got like he looks he's got like long hair and he like looks like like a buccaneer. Kind oh, of. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like releasing songs about Magic the Gathering and stuff, about, like playing Magic online. I love it. We're we're a pro Mountain Goats podcast here. Absolutely. Portland Mountain Goats. That sounds fun. There you go. That has a great yeah. ring to it. Done. Yeah. Book it. <laughs> Build a Book stadium it. tomorrow. I- I'm set. Fund it. Fund it. It's, we're just coming right off of 9-11, which uh, we're obliged by law not to forget. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of 9-11 baseball discourse the other day. That was pretty fun. We had uh, <laughs> we had talk about the 2001 World Series. A lot. It was mostly just about the 2001 World Series, mm-hmm. um, including a lot of people just sucking George W. Bush's dick <laughs> for the first pitch that he threw out. Uh, it's got to be said, that is the absolute lowest bar. Like, it's not a great pitch. He gets it over the plate, but the bar is so low with that, that like, people just go apeshit for it. And I, I don't get it. Cause it- no, I, I, like, a while back, I went and looked through, like, videos from from the from presidential first pitches. Yeah, so he, he's, he was on the mound, and he threw it across. Uh, but, like, a lot of the other ones, like, a lot of the other ones were pretty bad. But, like, they didn't used to throw them from the mounds. They'd just be, like, out in the stands throwing uh-huh. them, which looks super goofy. But, like, okay, Jimmy Carter did it in, like, 1995, like, well after he was president, but he was old as shit, and he still did a pretty good job. Reagan wore a Cubs jacket during <laughs> during his, and the, the catcher was, like, not even near, like, anywhere near the plate. Like, he was way far forward and still had to reach for it. Yeah, so, like, Bush's is, like, okay, yeah, it was a little bit better, <laughs> but or it, was, it, was, it was fine, but, like, I mean, I don't know. I've seen I've seen so many better celebrity. Oh god, every single K-pop star ever. Every single K-pop star that's ever done like a backflip before yeah. throwing like blew it blows it out of the water. Yeah, exactly. God, those like, are so iconic. So so much better. Um but like everybody was just like, yeah, just sucking his dick over it and talking about how it like sent a message to Al-Qaeda <laughs> and shit. No, it was they don't fucking give a disgusting. Shit. <laughs> no, they don't give a shit at all and like who cares? Al-Qaeda didn't do 9-11 anyway. We all know that. And it must be remembered at all times. The Yankees lost that World Series. Yes. The the anti-fascist Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll forget who one of their pitchers was, but <laughs> they stood up. They stood up against uh, the growing growing fascism and Islamophobia. Absolutely. <laughs> You're country. right. It's, and it's absolutely incredible that Randy Johnson started six of seven games. Never going to see that again. Never. Where's their statue? Yeah, we need we need one a statue of Randy Johnson just obliterating the bird, <laughs> like that. That's a statue that I think we really really need. They should have done that instead of like the the nine eleven uh, memorial they did, like just two like one hundred foot story one hundred one hundred story statue of Randy Johnson. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. But speaking of the Diamondbacks, they have a new mascot too. Oh God, yes, Ratleon. Ratleon. <laughs> 
Yeah, for, for context there, all the teams have like a hashtag that they got to do. Right. Um, and this year's, theirs was rattle on because it's a diamondback thing. Diamondback is a kind of rattlesnake. Uh, and yeah. they have a bunch of, they do like a bunch of weird mascots like this. Their broadcasting booth um, for a couple of years now is because, you know, they haven't been a good team. Uh, like they made the playoffs in 2017, but they haven't really been a good team for a while. Um so they kind of have to get into the doldrums of a long season and do something goofy. And uh, apparently they found like a cheap rat costume on Amazon because they went ahead and purchased it and put it out there. I love it. It's great. They they can never undo it now. Yeah, it's really shitty. <laughs> it's a super shitty costume. Uh, but I'm I'm here for like really, really shitty That's or weird baseball great. mascots. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. importantly, their main mascot is uh, a, a wildcat. Um What's what's the stupid cat's name? Baxter, Baxter the cat is their primary uh, mascot. So they're setting up like the classic, very effective ancient Greek tradition, like Tom and Jerry storytelling uh, device. <laughs> so hold on, they have a mascot and have now just introduced a second, and they are the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, which and, and none of snakes famously eat mice. None too. of their why don't they have a snake? They have like six or seven mascots. I'm pretty sure there's a snake in there somewhere. There's got to be a snake in there somewhere. A snake's yeah. kind of a hard mascot to do. Yeah. Like the, they, they don't have arms is, or legs, yeah. you know, famously. The Philadelphia Union mascot is a snake and it has arms and legs and it's really weird and uncomfortable. That's <laughs> off-putting. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. That's why you never see a sports team made after eels. You just can't do it. I mean, but speaking of Philadelphia, I mean, like a filly is a, is a horse, right? But... What the fuck is what the fuck is the Philly mascot? The fanatic is a horse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a fanatic. Philly it's a horse. Yeah, <laughs> it's a horse. God, I do not have enough time to explain the origins of the fanatic to you, Rubes. <laughs> you have to have an extremely high IQ to understand the Philly fanatic. <laughs> He's from the Galapagos. Okay. That, they, yeah. I think they have horses. Okay, sure. There. Why not? I don't, I'm not seeing the problem. Why with not? The, with my grand unified, uh, the the Phillies fanatic is a horse theory. This is my <laughs> QAnon. I'm I'm gonna go crazy for this. Yeah, I'll I'll I can accept that. Why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Met. What's Mr. Met then? An abomination. Yeah, he's in, he's an, an eldritch horror. He's an affront to God. <laughs> I guess we can get into the mailbag here. You guys were, everyone was kind enough to, to send us letters um, to save the post office. <laughs> Remember when everyone thought they were going to save the post office by like buying, buying stamps. stamps and uh, dog costumes? Yeah, buying cute oh, like, wait, stuff what? on their website. They do have a great merch yeah, store. The, so. they, have a, they have a great merch store on the USPS store online where they have like, it's like a $10 little like dog costume make it look like a mailman. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's a costume for dogs, not a dog, not a not a costume of a dog. Very important distinction. Of a dog, yeah, very important. Yeah, thank thank you, Lauren. <laughs> thank you for pointing that out. All right. Okay, so now we got our mailbag. Let's get into them here. 
Uh, our first question is from Theoretical Hair and says, thoughts on the AL Rookie of the Year race? I think Kyle Lewis has it if things keep going the way they are. But full disclosure, I'm a long-suffering Mariners fan uh, looking for even a tiny bit of hope for the future, so I might be biased. Um, I don't know. I, I think that's totally, totally reasonable, even if you are a, you know, a Mariners fan. Um, he, his stats look incredible. I haven't watched him that much. I haven't watched the Mariners that much. It, t- it takes a lot to get me to tune into a Mariners game. I mean, from the little I've seen, he seems like an exciting player, and his stats look great. It looks like it's between him and Luis Robert, honestly. Yeah, Robert was my first instinct just because I've watched a ton of White Sox, and they're super fun and super great. Mariners are not. But, yeah, on paper, um, it, it does seem like Lewis is the standout. And, uh, you know, the Mariners should get one nice thing a year at most. Um, and their their state is on fire, so we'll, we'll give them uh, Rookie of the Year. I think that's fair. I think he should have it, but I mean, it's kind of, with all these, with all these races though, like gold glove and stuff, like they'll often just give it to, you know, the, the player that's on the more exciting team if it's close. Uh, so I, I mean, I could see it going, just going to Luis Robert because of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle Lewis looks great. Honestly, it's, it's interesting to think rookie of the year might be like the most legitimate air quotes, legitimate award of the season, just cause like, that's usually a guy with not a ton of plate appearances anyway in a shortened season. Like, right. Yeah. It seems to be between those two on the AL. Um, for a while it looked like Randy Dobnik from the twins was on the, uh, was on the hunt for a two uh, because he just did nothing but throw scoreless innings for a long time. Um, but his last two starts have been uh, like he's given up a couple runs, and I think it's just kind of taken him out of it. It's a little harder for in a small sample size for a pitcher to do that. But yeah, definitely. I think it's yeah, it's probably Kyle Lewis. Uh, okay, let's see. Next one uh, at Wishbone Ulysses ask. Excuse me. Asks uh, how can Will Myers earn a second L to finally complete his name? It's true. For those who don't know, Will Myers spells his name W-I-L. Uh, my my yeah. answer is very straightforward. Um, I, I think being bad from 2017 to 2019 is kind of gets you now. Like I, yeah, no, I, it's he's he's taking some L's, so he's got to have some lying around. Just award him an honorary extra L for all of his hard work. He was such a he was such a weird extension for them. I'm I'm glad he's good this year and it's paying off. But weird extension, weird timing for it. Totally. Uh, okay. At Wishbone Ulysses, or excuse me, that was the next one. At Confused Comrade asks, uh, best division right now, my take is AL Central. Um, yeah, I think it's obviously Very AL Central the AL right Central. now. <laughs> they have three really good teams that are all uh, competing right, you know, all within a game or two of each other. How does that feel as, a, as an AL Central fan, Jane? It's fun. It's fun, honestly, because like, uh, I had just years of like Cleveland being the only good team. And then, then the twins like broke out last year. That was really fun. Well, like, Cleveland was kind of on the downturn, but now that it's like that there are three like really, really good teams. I think it's super fun. Like I'm glad, I'm glad to see this White Sox team finally come together, even though it is a divisional rival. Um, because they're a super fun team to watch, I think. And like, uh, in this last stretch of games here, there's all these teams play each other too. Um, they're all going to make it to the playoffs, but it's really, really fun to watch right now. They're all really good teams. They're all very different teams, too. Like, Cleveland's offense is a little anemic, but their pitching, especially their starting pitching, is just, like, unbelievably good. It's fantastic, yeah. Uh, yeah. White, white, the White Sox, like, um, have just been, they're kind of like what the Twins' uh, offense was last year, where they're just, like, unbelievably strong offense. Um, and a ton of fun to watch. And decent pitching. They're, like, actually really good pitching. They're, like, a yeah. top five team by by pitching more this year uh, i will say yeah, I, I, just... I... Mm-hmm. oh go ahead 
Oh, I was going to say Keichel just went on the IL, though, didn't he? Uh, I think so, yeah. What happened to him? Just pitchers get hurt, you know? Uh, I, I, I agree it's the AL Central. I do think it's worth saying that the NL West is uh, way more competitive than I expected this year. Uh, or at least yeah, the, the NL West, West I was going to comment. Um, yeah. Because holy shit, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego's great. Yeah. The Giants are like weirdly like over 500. That's really unexpected. Yeah. They've got a right after like yeah, like right after we talked about the um NL wild card race last week, like San like right afterwards, uh San Francisco just jumped in <laughs> and, yeah, and took a spot in it. And I'm the so Dodgers are mad. so good. Yeah. I need the Giants <laughs> to just go away. I need it, them it, it, I need like their the... hiring of Gabe Kapler to be punished. <laughs> I don't know if it's sustainable. Punished I think they're like a fringe wild card team, but like it's worth mentioning that the right. Dodgers, Padres, and Giants are all seven and three or eight and two, like over the last ten games. They're they're crushing it. No, that yeah, that is that is a, like a surprisingly strong division right now. Because I mean, everybody, I mean, people expected the the Padres to be much better. I don't think they expected them to be this good. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it was it was expected just like that the the Dodgers would be the only thing worth a damn in that. <laughs> in that division pretty much though before we knew about like what the the play um um that we were going to have a 16 team playoff what's the worst division is it the al west or the nl central man the, no the the al west is really bad especially especially now chapman going off of the a's i think if they just but got the a a's worse. the a's are the best team in the american league whereas the cubs are yeah. not the best team in the national that's, league that's true mm-hmm. that's a good point. and the pirates are worse than the Rangers. The Pirates are. are worse. They're worse than Boston too right now. Yeah, they're worse than the Rangers. Yeah. What happened to the Pirates? Weren't they like they weren't this bad last year? The Pirates? Yeah, the Pirates. were they? The Pirates were garbage last year too. They they had a couple Just... guys like um what's the first baseman? Um Josh Bell. Josh Bell who 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 was really talented, really good, had a breakout year, but he's been bad. This he's year. been terrible this year. Oh yeah. well, they were really bad last year. Yeah, no, they were they were they were really especially bad last year. But like, yeah, this year, like even their normal little standouts are not there. Like Josh Bell has like I think he like he's like a sixty OPS plus. Yeah, it's grim. It's gave really, us a great. It's really rough. Gave us a fantastic um, no hitter though. So thanks for that, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm still reeling at uh, 34 swinging strikes in that game. Just absurd. Unbelievable. On on three different pitches. All right. Next question here. Uh, at Sam underscore Jailif, you could move some franchise icons to different teams. Uh, who would go where? My first thought is uh, that we have to rescue Trout and Otani from the Angels. Yeah, yeah. that's that's Good my pick. number one. Where would you put Trout? I want I want to put Trout in Detroit, hmm. um, because he loves talking about the weather, and us and us people in the Upper Midwest cannot shut the fuck up about the weather. It's the only kind of small talk we know how to do, um, and I think he'd be the king of that city. Oh, absolutely! Also, he would, he'd still get to mm-hmm. pair up with like another legendary hitter, who's on the decline. Phase. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, That'd be so fun. I'm gonna piss everybody off. Um, I think it would be hysterical if Trout were. A, a, a ray <laughs> like if they had drafted him just uh, yeah oh, to see what they so had brutal. like what but yeah i mean if you go back and then like they had drafted him to see like what they would have traded him for yeah yeah <laughs> all i know is the man is way too smart to ever consider playing in philadelphia true true 
<laughs> he knows how we are. He's never coming here, and my mm-hmm. my comrades need to understand that. Accept that, yeah. I, I think Steven's going to like my answer because it's Phillies related. Uh, I, in my uh, endless benevolence, would uh, rescue McCutcheon from the Pirates uh, and make him a lifelong Philadelphia Philly. God, that warms my soul. And it, it makes perfect sense <laughs> with their timeline uh, for their for their like 2008-2012 run. He was called up in 2009, immediately productive with the bat um, and on defense. Uh, that was, 2009, it was not a bad outfield, but um, adding a, a three-win rookie is, is certainly not going to hurt it in a World Series run. Uh, he also really hits his stride uh, when the Phillies are bad and takes him to a 500 team. And the more years we get of Phillies on that existential crisis bubble of a 500 team, uh, the happier uh, all of America is. <laughs> and really the happier Stephen and, no. and all the people in Philadelphia are. Yes, yes, yes. Because you love, it. love misery. You love it. <sighs> and like, and you, you want to have just enough hope to um, stay involved and stay miserable rather than just ignoring it completely. Um, no, you that would have been perfect. His years as an eight-war player are like those years where he they were a 72-win team, and it puts him exactly at, like right at the cusp of like every single year they could be good enough, but they don't do it. And that's what you guys love. That's what you little freaks love. <laughs> that's what you little piggies love. <laughs> anyway, and he just he looks great in the uniform. He seems to really like the team. It makes a lot of sense. He he has fit yeah. so well here, and I just love it so much. Yeah. I am so blessed to have even this brief taste at the twilight yeah, of his career. It's been great seeing him have like this renaissance career, uh, rena- renaissance there. Absolutely. All right, let's get to our next question then. Uh, it's a kind of similar question. This one is by uh, at Jerd Bertley U. Um, or no, at Jerd Bertley, excuse me. I've missed the space there. Because uh, the first <laughs> word of the question is you. All right, so it says, from at Jerd Bertley, you get to relocate any two teams, no complications, no questions asked. Um, basically, what are the biggest team versus city vibe mismatches in baseball, and how do you fix them? All right. Um, I'm not thinking about this so much as uh, vibes, as uh, punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and righting wrongs. Um, I think the Cubs have to go wow um where yeah, where are they going uh they're going to vancouver oh I think. fuck yes yeah they're they're we're, we're executing the rickets um we're getting rid of their whole front office and uh and we're moving them to vancouver uh i love that okay yeah. um i would like to so the question indicates two teams Right. Um, and my eternal vendetta against the state of Florida uh, fits. <laughs> I would move the Rays to Nashville because I think Nashville mm-hmm. should have a team, as we previously discussed. And we right. should move the Marlins to Montreal and give them a baseball team back. We're getting more Canadian teams. I yeah, love this. There, uh, there needs to be three Canadian teams. And if and if and like, if we're combining the last two questions, mm. I think we um I instead take Trout from uh, the Angels and put him into one of those franchises. Oh then. my God! Could you imagine Trout in Montreal trying to <laughs> trying to this <laughs> this fucking kid from the fucking swamplands of New Jersey yeah. trying to speak French? 
Right. But I think we I think what we do with the Vancouver team is put them um in the AL West and then take one of the Texas teams and put it into the um NL Central. Oh, we do not get me started on realignment because I can go for a while. We need to save that for a whole episode. <laughs> I got it all, all figured out. I'm the we'll save that I'm one. The Charlie Day screen. Yeah, card. yeah, yeah. All right, Lauren, what are you doing? Uh, I, 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 I moved the Mets to either Arizona or Florida, like their fans. <laughs> <laughs> they can go down. Yeah, they can. They can go to Florida after this. After Stephen like <laughs> eviscerates the rest of Florida. <laughs> take the baseball teams out of florida and then put the mets there <laughs> yeah yeah yep i like it i like it that just, that's good it seems like the most appropriate state for them at this point yep <laughs> uh there is someone that uh let's see it's handle a deer had had the basically the same question so i can skip that um at uh huh how do i do this um the steven will like this one Bryce Harper's self-cut hair, good, bad, or really bad? Uh, I think it was, it's not self-cut. Like, he went to a barber in New York. Yeah, I don't think he's self-cut. And uh, it is still bad, even though it was done by a professional. <laughs> it is still really bad. I, I I looked it up. It was, it's not good. Not like good it. at all. I'm going to go a, with really bad. I'm a fan, just because uh, Bryce Harker, Harper being a big try-hard dork is, like, just my favorite thing about him. So if it's he ever so actually good. looked genuinely, if he ever looked genuinely cool, I'd be really upset. All right, at Danny Botter says, "Dingers, yes or no?" Yes. No, no, no. I'm being a contrarian. Thumbs down on dingers. No more dingers. I want doubles. Yeah. I want, I want balls, more balls in play. Balls in play. Let's do it. Yeah. This is a pro balls in play account. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna go with um dingers. Dingers no. Also, um, so that the Twins' uh, record of most home runs in a season will stand forever. There you go. Uh, I like it. Unjuice the ball. Yeah, bring it down. I think we like Dammers more when we see a little fewer of them than we are right now. Yep. Okay. Two-time question answer, or asker, Gary Sanchez Goat, um, who is a uh, Yankees fan, obviously by the name, says, can you rank the following in terms of hilarity? Uh, the Yankees missing the playoffs or making it and losing to any of the Rays, Twins, and Astros. And he says, I would go number one, lose to Twins. Then he says, number two, lose to Astros. Three, miss the playoffs. Four, lose to Rays. So I would rank them. My hilarity would stem from how upset Yankees fans would get. Correct. Which means number one is losing to the Astros. And number two... Uh-huh. is missing the playoffs. Number three is losing to the Rays, and number four is losing to the Twins, because I feel like the Yankees-Twins thing is it's very, very one-sided. one-sided. It's No, yeah, I'm a Twins fan. It's extremely one-sided, but but every time that the Yankees and the, the, the um, Twins are playing each other, especially like last year in the playoffs, uh, the Yankees fans do just kind of treat it as like, oh, okay, we're good. It's just no problem. We're <laughs> you know they're they're just ours to feast on and they haven't been wrong (laughs) in the last 20 years that has been uh that has been extremely true and so i i do think losing to the twins would be very funny in that regard um i think missed playoffs it depends on who they lose out to like who takes that number eight slot Mm. in there 
Like if it's the Orioles, it I think that is Orioles. especially fucking yeah. funny. I was about to say that would be yeah. extremely good. Like they'd be so much funnier than losing than like losing out to the Tigers even. They're only four games back from the, from the Yankees. It's, they've yep. they've won twenty, uh, lost twenty four. They're five and five in the last ten. Yankees are four and six. We have enough time left for this yeah. to happen. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's like fifteen games left. Let's do it. Yeah. God, there are only fifteen games left. Oh yeah, my something God. like that. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. It's done on the twenty seventh. I believe. But yeah, they they played forty four. Uh, we're recording on the twelfth. Sixteen games in a sixty game season. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we're gonna have to do a fun, a fun little pre-postseason pod. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I think all of our episodes right. are fun, but At... that's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, and then at Jay Allentown says, uh, following the news of the Zach Wheeler industry, what's the strangest way you've hurt yourself involving pants? Um, for people who don't know, he ripped his uh, what he ripped his fingernail off on his on his jeans. Yeah, he says. On his zipper or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever injured myself uh, wearing pants. Um, I learned to walk when I was like uh, like a, a baby, and it's really hasn't been an issue since. So. I cut my leg playing with a knife one time at work, but um, that's about it. I'm very excited for this question because I actually have a scar. From um, pants? You can't really see. Also, this it's is an audio medium. Um, it's on my arm. <laughs> Because I was putting on pants and I tripped over myself and cut myself on a sharp edge of a of like a piece of furniture, um, and it wasn't that deep. I just kept picking at it. It ended up scarring over, which is actually really fun and I like it. But yeah, that is because I am a klutz with no sense of balance, attempting to put on pants. So, so, so Stephen and Zach Wheeler. The only two people to ever injure themselves. That cannot pants. possibly be true. <laughs> as far as I know, how it many is. people do we think injure themselves putting on pants every year? I'm gonna guess like twelve. There's gotta be, yeah. There's gotta be statistics on there. You know, there's like OSHA statistics and stuff, and like all sorts of like ho- ones from hospital injury reports. And I stuff. think it's. I think the U.S. is probably like twelve on average. But globally, it's like eighteen, and we're just especially bad at putting on pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 count for you know sixty six percent of the world's pants related injuries. Breaking uh, from right. the Guardian: Warning, your pants can kill. Well, that's the Guardian. It's a that's an English paper. Oh, are they anytime, talking about underwear English because papers, they're British? Fuck. They must be talking about Fuck yeah. They must be people. talking about that. But also, it's also it's a British paper, and they will just scaremonger about yeah, anything. Yeah, um, you get three you get three paragraphs into that article, and you realize that it's written by a turf. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely the kind of like case. somehow trans women um, are destroying the the, the pants. <laughs> All right, uh, what's what do we got? My next one here um, at price underscore yeah says how many off days do the Cardinals have left in the season? This is more of a trivia question. Uh, it's zero. I can't imagine they have none they left. No, they had uh, when the Twins were in town for one day to do a doubleheader. That was supposed to be. They were supposed to be there for two days, um, but they shortened it to one so that the Cardinals could have a single day off <laughs> since they missed all those oh games god, earlier. Oh my god, more than 20 games left. How uh, is that possible? Oh my god. They're 19 and 19. Yep, they I, have to play. Yeah, they play like 20 games in 14 so in like this 15 is, days. So this yeah. is week three on my segment of have the Cardinals played as many games as the Dodgers have won? And for the first time 
since we've been doing this? The answer is yes. <laughs> they have finally, they finally played have. more games than the Dodgers have won. <laughs> they have played uh, they have played 38 games and the Dodgers have won 32. So it's not that far off. <laughs> this is they actually have a very weird line I'm, I'm noticing right now. They're uh, win loss ratio is nineteen to nineteen. They're ten and ten at home, nine and nine away, and five and five in the last ten games. We are in perfect balance. And they are, and yet they're in second place in their division. Right. And God, what happened to the fucking Brewers and the Reds? The Reds are supposed to be good this year. Fucking, God. Yeah. What the hell is up with the Reds? The Reds are not good this Everybody year. Everybody in that division is five and five, except for the Cubs and Pirates, who are four and six. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know. This is like a, you stare at these numbers too long, and you just start getting these insane theories about the number twenty-three. <laughs> now, like the the NL Central has for a while now been like, oh, it's pretty balanced, but it just is like how high, like how good that balance is. Like, uh, like in previous years, it's like, yeah, there's been a couple. There's a couple of these teams that are all like they're all pretty good, and it's just now they're all like completely mediocre or awful. At um, Viola North. Uh, hey Sam, that's a friend of mine. Uh, what would be more insufferable in a general way, not specific to the quality of this year's team? Um, another Yankees Mets World Series or a Cubs White Sox World Yankees Series? Yankees Mets by far. There's there's at least a good guy and a bad guy in the Cubs White Sox World Series. There is no such thing. In Agreed. The that's my Mets line of thought too. There's a bad yeah. guy and a worse guy. <laughs> I, I took a, a more broad uh, 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 definition of the word insufferable, uh, and I think the pick actually is Giants Athletics, because it would literally be impossible to suffer through. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty bad. There'd be another fucking earthquake. Oh god, there would be. It's gotta be Yankees-Mets. <laughs> like, like, first off, it's insufferable yeah. in a year where anything bad happens to New York uh, for, a, for a New York team to be good. Because it'll become the narrative for the whole fucking season, even if they're not the best team. For decades to come, like we were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, we so narrowly avoided the stark future in 2001. I do not want to see it in, in, in the COVID year. No, can't have it. Yeah, and, that, and like just like the, um, like the West Coast version that you just brought up, like the East Coast like, just makes everything about themselves to begin with. And if there was, that, if there was a New York, New York one, oh, oh my God, it'd be, it'd be really bad. Okay. Yeah, no, like, at least, yeah, like, at least you can root for the White Sox. Yeah, like, a Cubs-White Sox um, World Series would be fun because it would be, like, like ultimate good versus ultimate evil. Chicago, mm-hmm. like, Chicago, yeah, would flex, obviously, but it's it's it does not carry itself nearly in the same way that New York does. No, and I don't, I don't like, I don't like the Cubs having a shot at another World Series, um, but... I, I'd risk that for this. And I, I, I wouldn't reward. hate. I I yeah. wouldn't hate you, Darvish, getting another bite of the apple in the postseason. I it, he's having a great year. That's I true. I would not hate seeing him get another chance at proving that uh, he lost to the Astros. Yeah. Yeah, a, a, a Cubs yeah. a Cubs White Sox World Series um, that goes six games with the Cubs only two wins being you Darvish starts would be very yeah just like very one in six perfection yeah absolute perfection yeah 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 all right uh let's see here then at ugly tacoma says i don't know if i like this question not a baseball question but i'd love to hear a little bit more about the hosts besides the fact that they're all funny and good on https colon forward slash forward slash twitter dot com posters 
I don't know. I talk about pretty much fucking everything in my life on Twitter. I don't I don't really hold anything back. <laughs> I I do hold back because I don't know. of very fragile being a part of baseball Twitter has has brought me into contact with a lot of heterosexuals that I I, I need to protect their I need to protect their sensitive um sensibilities. So I I, I censor myself That's sometimes. True. Not as much as I should, probably. I censor myself a lot more now that my mom follows me on Twitter. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, thank God my family is not does not know my app. Yeah, my mom's great. I, you know, one of my best friends, but it, I can't say nearly the same level of shit I used to. Um, Shout out to Lauren's <laughs> yeah, mom, I'm, who is cool, apparently. What's up, Lauren's mom? Yeah, that actually is a weird thing about me. But my parents are probably some of my best friends. Not a lot of it feels like bragging saying it because some people have bad relationships with their parents. But my parents are great. Uh, they take no blame for the weird psychoses that make me overshare on Twitter. That's that's purely on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The okay. Next question at Jim Flannel. Um, this and this question like, that's baseball gets brought up. I don't um, really know much about yeah, that. Steven, you baseball's know. Yeah, baseball's really fun. We should. We should do an episode on that once yeah. you guys learn what the hell okay. it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So, but so Jim Flannel says, uh, in the vein of the chaotic ways, baseball is uh, pushing what baseball can be. Uh, what is an out of left field rule that you'd love to see tried out um, in Major League so Baseball? So one of the like you get to vote after every season of baseball on like rule changes and weird shit, um, and some of them are like human sacrifice and you know blah 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 but there is one oh. where it's like there was one that went into effect that gave the bottom four teams uh a fourth strike to work with Ooh, that's um, fun. so i think this <laughs> i think that's kind of the the direction that this question is going in i kind of like that give like incredibly bad teams <laughs> an extra strike I'd fuck yeah with that. i'm into that or hell, add right. a fourth base. The pirates still would have gotten no hit, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to say like, yeah, <laughs> it's still it still would have happened. Uh... <laughs> fourth base is fun. You like a diamond instead of a more of a diamond, I guess. Different yeah. pointed diamond. It, it's called the diamond. Uh, everybody's always called the diamond, but it'd be a different kind of diamond. Yeah. <laughs> or like give uh, players the option to run in different directions. I don't know how that would work. It's, I'm just like thinking of it off the top of my head. Oh, like they can. You can go out. You can go to third. Yeah. Like they can just choose, like on the fly, like after they hit. Yeah, why not? They make first baseman more useful. Um, I I have a, a, a bit of a scheme for this one that I like. Um, uh, in 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 line with uh, Jackie Robinson Day, and they also they're talking about like a Roberto Clemente Day. I would like to see a Willie Mays Day, where one game a year, everybody plays with the dimensions of the polo grounds. Oh, oh yes, where yeah, where Willie Mays made the catch? Four hundred eighty-five foot outfield, four fifty-five to four eighty-five. It'd be between fifty and eighty yards extra outfield that every team has to play one game a year at. So hold on, hold on. What if, what if we combine this with the the concept of the Field of Dreams game? Oh yeah, and absolutely. Can, like they we just construct a replica polo grounds somewhere oh, so in somewhere in the country, and then every that'd team be so much cooler than a every fucking team plays one game there a season. They can't all play it on the same day, but 
like up. Absolutely. The Phillies, it's the Phillies' turn and the replica polo grounds this week. God, that'd be so great. Yeah, to be like, that would be cool as hell. I I love do like that. one historical park a season, like one weird dimension. Like, do like do some rapid prototyping shit and get like a, a, a you know see all of the amazing uh, stadiums of old. That would that would actually be really cool. It would it would work for a COVID world because you wouldn't have to really take into account <laughs> fans, so you could put it in the middle of fucking nowhere. It could, and if, if if yeah, if it was if COVID world continues, if COVID world continues, like yeah, you could just make it completely modular, yeah. just CGI the whole thing, and change it every it's year. It's just a big warehouse. Yeah, CGI the, the whole desert. thing. Fuck yeah, it, and, and just watch at home, get to see the players and all the dimensions of the original field. That would that would be that'd be sick as hell. I think we're on to something it. here. Yeah, no, I love it. I think that I think we got it. Rob Manfred. That's it. That's Rob it. Manfred getting our DMs. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> getting our DMs because once you DM us, then we can send stuff to you too. Um, and I want to send just terrible things to Rob Manfred all the time. Um, okay, last one here at not underscore Tracy. Uh, can you weigh in on which team's uniforms are the most bulge friendly? This is a Stephen question. Stephen centered um, question. I haven't really done a lot of hard research on this. Um, I think we just need to like talk about theory here. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the Padres brown pinstripes would be ideal because, like, brown is a revealing color, and the pinstripes create a pattern that allows you to see curvature better. So I'm gonna I'm like without without actually doing any research I'm gonna go with the Padres brown pinstripes. Solid answer. I'll defer to your expertise. <laughs> Good pick. I will say historically I think the the those couple years where play, players were wearing shorts would probably help. Oh God! Please bring shorts. Oh uh, the white the white socks. <laughs> shorts anyway. and no sleeves, please. <laughs> All right, that's that's our mailbag. We got through. We got through all that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for sending questions. Yeah, thanks to everyone who submitted questions. Um, and don't by any means think that this is the end of mailbags. Um, excuse me. We just got a lot of them this week, so we decided to go full on mailbag. But send us to them all the time. We'll do we'll do some mailbag questions every yeah. week. Um, that's what I yeah, would like we, to do. We, so keep sending them in. And we don't really have that many friends to bring on. So these are great for when we were revealed <laughs> to be huge losers who don't really know have any real yes. meaningful connections to baseball. Yeah, that's that's correct. All right. Well, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, remember to go follow us on Twitter at Batting Around. Uh, don't follow Lauren. Um, you can follow me and Steven though if you want. All right. Thanks for listening, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.